You're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I am your host, John Yamasato, and of course, joining me today is Devin Nakoba. <laughs> Hello! And Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Okay, again, we are three amigos today. No yes. guests. We're just going to talk story, answer some questions. Actually, no questions, because we never even put it out to everybody. To well, we actually have questions for questions. each other sometimes. Okay, we'll actually more each other's questions. I think sometimes. <laughs> But before we get started, wanted to remind our audience that you can find us all over the web. We're at facebook.com high sessions slash slash high sessions at high sessions on Instagram and Twitter, high sessions on SoundCloud and on YouTube. And you can also go to iTunes. And what do you do there, Devin? Uh, make sure that you give us a rating because uh, we have no ratings right now. Yeah. Give us a five star rating <laughs> please, on iTunes. Please. And also we've restarted our Patreon account. So you can go to patreon.com slash high sessions to support us there financially and by doing that there are some awesome perks that you can get from t-shirts to stickers to the ability to come to the live shoots and hang out with the musicians and all that kind of stuff maybe one day we'll invite a guest to be on our podcast what do you think about that (laughs) it'll be fun (laughs) yeah i got a question for the two of you actually okay because you are both avid fishermen okay all right right. so uh because i i think we got this answer from jake but i was just curious like what is the thing about fishing for the two of you that draws you to it is it the sustenance part of it is it the peacefulness of it because when the two i mean the two of you kind of you have to do stuff you're out in public you know john yeah. you're out in public uh-huh. and kyle he's not really out so much in public but he's got to draw on ideas to do your stuff yeah so when you guys go fishing is it a time to turn off your brain or what is it is it a sustenance thing to try to catch fish because sometimes you don't even catch anything i have i've always looked at it as a social thing mm. you know so i go with friends and we you throw your pole out in the water. Okay, so uh, for those of people who are not from Hawaii or don't know about Hawaii, Hawaiian fishing, there's different ways you can fish, but a very common way here is what's called dunking, where basically you have a lead weight and you have a hook, and they're kind of connected, but you cast that out into the ocean, and then you put the pole in a holder, and you sit and eat, <laughs> and you talk, and you just enjoy people's company. So it's like, you know, you, you can... Catch- nothing and you just wait for something to bite your your bait you know or for it to get caught on a rock and then you or for getting caught on a rock or you know whatever <laughs> kind of thing so i used to enjoy fishing and i still enjoy fishing because of that aspect because as you're waiting for your fish mm-hmm. to catch you can start your little hibachi and you make little food prep and talking story and you're drinking and you're just having a good time kind of thing um, some guys are in it for the sport they want to catch and all that stuff but i'm i'm more laid back about it i don't know what, what about you kyle there's three types of fishing um, for me, and I only fit two of the descriptions. <laughs> I think um, the first one is um, for sustenance, right? Like yeah. if I was living in a shack and I didn't have any food and I had to catch fish to survive, I'd probably be dead within a couple of weeks because <laughs> I'm not that kind of fisherman. Um, the second one is the social one where you go with a group of people, you throw out a pole, and it doesn't matter if you catch enough because you're having a good time. 
But the third one I like to do often, and I find this the most um, zen-like, is just to be in the ocean by myself. Mm. You know, like, I'm lucky to live across the street from the ocean. So, I on days that the tide's good and the, and the, and the weather's good, um, I'll just unplug my computer, shut everything down, and for just a couple hours, just walk across the street and throw in it. Just walk in the water. Mm-hmm. And I think... A lot has to do with probably my ancestors. I mean, I'm Okinawan. Mm. And they came from the ocean and an island. So there's some type of connection there. And, you know, I, I, I had th- that connection when I used to be in the water. I used to bodyboard or surf. But it, it's more fishing that I always had a connection to. Mm. And I'm, I never was good in any anything. <laughs> you know, like, I can't say I'm a good fisherman. I can't say I'm a good surfer or a good bodyboarder. But just the connection to the ocean is something that really, really... Um, resets my mind that makes a lot and of makes sense. me refocus on stuff because when i'm there i rarely think about stuff if i don't want to but if i want to get think about stuff it gives me a clearer vision because i'm in this element of just peace mm. you know well the, i guess the follow-up for that then would be uh, well, you have kids john so i do uh, how would you go about teaching that to the kids now because there it seems like that's disappearing like when when i grew up i grew up on the big island so you kind of didn't have a choice you had to learn how to fish mm. but since going coming here to oahu i don't fish at all my kids have no idea how to do fishing yeah. and uh, it'd be neat for them to learn but i don't know how or when they do that because well, i'm not going to just foist them off on my friends and say here go learn how to fish but i think it's a i think it's an interesting thing that the two of you have very different mm. yeah you know, w- watch this john yes remember the first fish he caught no what <laughs> <laughs> oops I don't. Do you remember your first memory of fishing, though? Like, yeah, yeah, I do. I actually, yeah, I remember the first that, time I went out. That fishing. feeling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what you want your kids to experience, right? Yeah. You know, I, I remember we had we had crab nets, so we we're fishing like in the marina, mm-hmm. and my dad was like, "Okay, hold the hold the little sponge thing, you know, whatever, and then I'm gonna go throw this in the water," and then he threw it, and he threw it so hard that when when the line got tight, it just ripped out of my hand and the whole thing went flying <laughs> in the water and he was kind of pissed and i was like hey man you threw it too hard you know like jeez i'm only a little kid i remember that yeah from the first day of okay. fishing yeah, we okay. ever fished you know yeah but so, i don't remember I mean, catching do your, do your kids the... fish with you oh yeah Asa goes with me all the time okay yeah and i you know there, there's not a lot of fish here on oahu and uh, i have thoughts about that and ways we could change that but um you know we go out of island we go to maui every year yeah. and Stacy's dad is a avid fisherman and stuff, so he's got stuff there. He takes them. So I think it's just a matter of getting out there and and just having them throw something in the water. Most kids cannot don't have the patience to wait. Yeah. I well, that's found. the thing, right? Now kids yeah. with the with the phone. My my son could never go because they sit there on their phones going, "When where's the fish?" You know. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's disturbing to me. And for you, Kyle, I mean the the people closest to you as far as kids go would be your nieces and your nephews right but i i don't do they go fishing at all i mean I do mean, you I see think, any I of think, them having i any think their dad took them once in a while you know mm-hmm. and we, we went to beach houses before and i saw yeah, them yeah, yeah. you know but i mean yeah it's not really a pastime for them i think nowadays kids they want immediate gratification if they're going uh, fishing yeah. they'd rather go hanamo bay and fish maybe to give more chance <laughs> to catch them. i mean i it's i don't know like i enjoyed the weight i yeah. enjoyed the weight well, between but then, bites mm-hmm. just as much i enjoyed the bites that we had but then when, yeah. and then when you take kids too there's like there's other things that you throw your pole out or whatever and then you can cut bait you can catch sand crabs yeah you know that kind of stuff so you show them other things that are 
beyond just fishing. Yeah, right? reconnecting with nature. You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand people living on an island like this with that much, this much beauty and and beaches, and not making use of their own backyard, mm-hmm. which is the beach. Mm-hmm. It yeah. doesn't make sense to me. You might as well move to the mainland, to the mountains, or enjoy snow, or just move to the city or whatever. Like you're on an island surrounded by beautiful ocean. You need to make take advantage of that. It's the reason why we pay so much to live here. Is your backyard is the ocean? Yeah. You know. Now I could be wrong, but someone was telling me that in Japan you cannot just go fishing like how you can go fishing here. You can't just walk to the beach and just throw out a pole and stuff. They have government regulations and stuff on that kind of mm. thing. Mm. So a lot of their fishing is like um, farm fishing. So they have these places where you can go and you can fish and stuff like that. Yeah. And so. Um, so a lot of guys that watch on YouTube, people here that mm-hmm. post their fishing videos on YouTube and stuff, because they're like, wow, it's so amazing that we can still do this here, you know, mm. like just fish any kind, like anywhere, you yeah. know, kind of thing. I saw fishing in Japan only on Miyajima Island when I was there. Mm. And it was like casual fishing, right? People would yeah. just walk down to the pier, th- flip out a line and cruise. That's the first time I've seen that. Even in Okinawa when I went, the fishing... The beaches are beautiful. The mm-hmm. fish is plentiful, but mostly during the day, nobody's fishing. Right. I, I think there may be some kind so of. It's not a. It's not a recreational. It's thing. not a recreational thing. I think they fish for sustenance, mm-hmm. but the fishing stores in Okinawa is like Sports Authority on steroids. <laughs> yeah. It's really? all fishing gear, levels and and levels of fishing. Like, oh you really? Floors, just endless aisles of just lures and it's amazing. And they're open twenty four hours. Some of them. A wow. fishing store open twenty four hours. In Okinawa. Wow. wow. It's amazing. I got video of it and everything because I just couldn't believe that. It's like an adult candy store. You just walk in and go, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> but um, yeah, so over there, I mean, I, I guess it's a, it has to be a pastime if they have a store. Yeah, to, they have that much to, stuff, right? But I just didn't see people on the beach. Huh. You know? You, so you never got to go fishing? I know? did. We, we went did. on an island in Okinawa and I fished a little bit. I threw a net over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I did some whipping. Yeah. Wow. So, if you are fun. if you are from Japan and you know the fishing <laughs> the fishing lifestyle there, give us a you can email us at high sessions at yahoo.com. Send some photos. Yeah. Of your catch yeah. and you fishing. Yeah. I wanna see how it looks compared to people on Oahu fishing, you know, or in oh, Hawaii. Oh, oh, by the way, speaking of spe- sorry, I don't mean to take over the podcast here, but speaking no, of the fishing and catching and all that stuff. We we have our friend, Thomas, mm. who fishes on the mainland. Okay. Brother shows us pictures of 12 ahi that he's caught uh, in in one go and Where's i trip that, out florida or something no he's he lives in california oh okay. he goes out and he, it was san diego yeah but he he goes out and he fishes and i i see the stuff that he catches and i'm like wow it looks like he could catch he's caught enough food to last himself a week and a half and i wonder what he does with all that oh, they, they, they sell it back to the no, you can't. You can't comm- He doesn't do it for commercial fishing. Yeah, he does it. He oh, does it recreationally, yeah. and it's. I mean, it's. It's amazing to watch. But I sit there going, "Oh, wow!" Yeah, I didn't know that people fished like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's 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 sports fishing, deep water. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not shoreline casting. You know. You know what's crazy is those guys who spear ahi. Oh yeah. yeah. You know they go nuts. deep sea spear fishing. Mm-hmm. They're not. Man, that is crazy. Yeah. What the. Yeah. Never got into diving. Mostly on land and on, yeah, once in a while on a boat, but not really. Mostly on land, I fish. Yeah, yeah. You know. See, but that kind of fishing doesn't appeal to you at all. It doesn't seem like in the boat. Yeah, like sitting know. on a boat and catching like twelve ahi or something. The two of you go. Eh. Mm. 
Yeah, it <laughs> like, doesn't appeal wow. to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. As fish, I mean, the, as the two fishermen, the guys who go all the time, like the two of you plan a day during the week and you go, hey, Wednesday, we'll go fishing. Okay, <laughs> shoots. And then the two of them go out on a rock someplace and go fish. And I'm like, but well, I like, our friend is catching, you know, a whole bunch of fish in a boat. You guys wouldn't want to go do that? I mean, I'm sure it's an enjoyable experience and yeah. that's why he keeps going. But for yeah. me, it's just not my cup of tea. Like, yeah. I, I don't like being on the water, bouncing around and dragging a line back and forth and, and catching fish that way. It's mm. just yeah. not a social environment for me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because yeah. he's throwing up. Well, Mostly yeah. because I'd probably be seasick <laughs> and yeah, sleeping yeah. in the bottom or, or yeah, vomiting Yeah, me too. I'd be seasick too. You know? oh, so so I've been out bottom fishing. It's pretty fun, but... Yeah, I don't know. Something about being at the beach and stuff is more. Yeah, and you know what I like? I like pulling up my van next to the water mm-hmm. and just opening the door and throwing out my pole. Yeah, because Kyle something about being like that. that close to the ocean in a car <laughs> and you're just sitting in your car, you know, and cruising. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a neat thing to do, and you only can do that on so much spots on the island. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that's why we. I'm having it on Mono Little Bay a lot. Yeah. If I'm going, if I'm going to throw poles out, I go to Mauna Lope. There's really no fish there. Sometimes you get lucky, but it's just the environment, well, like the whole. You know what's great is that they've they've really cleaned up. There's a Save Mauna Bay or you yeah. know, whatever that yeah. group is, and they've really cleaned up the bay. I mean, back when I was in high school and stuff, that bay was pretty pretty desolate. I mean, nothing living was in there, and you know they did a lot of cleanup with the taking the algae out, yeah, yeah, and yeah. putting in sandbags and, you know, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. So you do find fish yeah. more now, yeah. you know, which is pretty um, inspiring when you think about how dead it was before. And it's like, you know, we actually can clean up things and make it better. And it's cool because you see families and kids yeah. fishing there every weekend. Mm-hmm. Every given weekend on a night, from day to night, there's activity there. You oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. But then they got to teach them, right, the correct way to fish because that was the... I think uh, growing up, uh, because we used to fish in Middle East all the time, it was very much, uh, I think, more so about sustenance. So, mm-hmm. you know, my dad would say, you know, you catch a hage or something because that's pretty much all I would catch. Because you talk about remembering the first uh-huh, fish you catch, uh-huh. right? I remember catching hage with my dad because it was walk out to the side of the uh, the reef area on middle e and my dad giving me a single pole with a line and going kid throw it in and you throw it in and you pull up a fish you're talking about the broom fish right uh hage. yeah yeah right. so we'd catch the hage my dad would say okay that's a good one keep down or oh that's too small throw it back mm-hmm. and so you would hope that the kids now are actually learning some of that as well because the the it's not so much um well it is a lot of it is making sure you take care of what you got which sure. is something the Hawaiians talked about a lot as well, right? Yeah. And as I got older, I learned a lot more about conservation mm. and just not keeping everything you catch. You know, when you're a kid, you want to yeah, keep yeah. everything like, you know, you're like, hey, look what I caught. Well, you know, yeah. and, but now it's not more like, not look what I caught. It's more like, oh, am I going to really use this fish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I going to really mm. eat this fish and enjoy it? And if I think for a second I'm not, I'll let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, most of the time, I've let go of fish that are beyond legal limits. But it's just I don't I don't feel like I need to take it home with me, and mm-hmm. I let wow. it go, you know. So it is for for me anyway, and probably John a more social environment where we're having just fun, doing something other than just staring at a computer all day that I do, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's a different. It's, a, it's just a release for me, hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, real quick, for those of you listening, 
Uh, you may want to consider picking up something from High Life Clothing. High Life Clothing is a local brand of daily wear that feels great, looks good, and speaks to the local in you. You can go to highlifeclothing.com for a special 10% discount when you enter the code High Sessions. High Life makes up more than half my wardrobe, more half Devin's wardrobe, <laughs> and it's a perfect gift for the upcoming Christmas holiday. Although now, at this point, by the time you hear this podcast, it'll probably be hard to get the clothes online. You know, you can buy it for New Year's. It might be past Christmas when you hear this, so yeah, you can shop at the Pearl Ridge location yeah. kiosk. Yep, Pearl Ridge um, location. By TJ Maxx. Okay. And you can also shop in the Waikiki Beachwalk location, which is right next to Yard House. Okay. And what made you come up with High Life? I know you've had some different um, ideas, but was it is it a short for Hawaii Life? I mean, is that what yeah, basically, basically it is? Yeah, short for that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. People like it. I mean, I travel mm-hmm. around the country and have the shirts on and people ask me about it and said inspired design well, go to highlightclothing.com <laughs> but now I can say and put in the code high sessions and get 10% <laughs> off shop today as yeah. well yeah okay uh, I want to talk a little bit about baseball get your guys thoughts <laughs> okay. on baseball okay I know both of you are huge baseball fans giant yeah yeah i'm being sarcastic <laughs> but i don't think you need to be a baseball person to have an opinion on this okay so today was our last game of the season my son is seven he plays pinto which is underhand pitch ball right is it coach pitching or the kids coach pitching, pitching. coach pitching, coach okay. pitching still. that's the that's distinction yeah yeah right and uh we played a team from another area okay and um, right now, the way that our team works, at least, is there's 15 kids. They're all we're all considered second year, but you know there's varying levels of um, of how good they are, how seasoned they are, whatever. And everyone rotates, so everyone sits out two innings. Everyone gets to play infield two innings, and nice. everyone plays outfield two oh, innings. Oh, cool! Very balanced. You know, they they yeah. kind of move it around. Okay. Mm-hmm. The team we're playing, they have a mixture of first year and second year kids, but what they do is they keep all their good kids in the infield the whole game. Mm. They put all the, the yeah. not-as-good kids out in the yeah. outfield, you know? And then sometimes the other kids play maybe one inning. Because okay. they're just going by the basic, like, the, you know, they have certain rules of everything. They're basically trying to win the game. Yeah, yeah so they're a little <laughs> bit more strategic in their thing, you know? They're trying to win the game. <laughs> So, that was a nice way of putting it. They're playing well, strategically. Well, you know, and then some people have very strong feelings about that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. hey, you should really have the kids because they're young. They should rotate yeah, because they, yeah. you want them to have the experience. Yeah. But then some people are like, well, you want them to, to do well. You How know? old are they again? Well, these are um, seven, six, oh, six and seven-year-old yeah. kids and stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, I kind of like our, our thing about rotating and mm-hmm. stuff like that because who, who who cares at this point whether they win or not? That's my feeling. The more interested in playing with the grass or looking at the sky yeah. than playing the baseball game. What's well, so, funny because yeah. during the game, they, they seem kind of serious about it. But then as soon as the, the thing is over, they're, they're running off and mm. eating their snack. And mm. they, they could care less about what happened during the game, you know, based on what I, I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? If you, if you were on a team that uh, was more strategic with their players, but they won more games, you know, would that be... Well, would, I, I, I'm looking at Kyle, but... Kyle don't have kids. Maybe well, no, well, but his but his nephew played organized ball for a long time. So. I, I grew up in Pro City Baseball. Oh, oh man, yeah, yeah. say it all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? I'm Pro City Baseball is a hardcore yeah. baseball city. Yeah. And um, granted, I only played Pee Wee, and okay. I stopped. 
because homework was too much and obviously I'm not talented in that sport. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have friends that progressed through the years and mm-hmm. even made it to World Series, mm-hmm. Little League, and won, you know? Wow. So okay. I know how um, starting off at a young age molds the player as they get older, past seven years old. I don't know what the... To me, I don't know what the the age limit is to where fun becomes competition. Mm-hmm. I think that's what has to be distinguished between what you want for your kid. Right. You know, because there is competition at that age too. You might want to put them in a league for competition, you know. Right. And then there is fun. So you might want to find a league that's more fun, you know, right. or learning or honing their skills at that age. So I think it all, I think it just matters on the, the, the league for one and then probably the vocation that you're playing at you know mm. yeah. okay i don't think either or is bad i do think that i have i have strong feelings about when coaches yell at those kids you know oh. because i don't know if it's fun for them at that age when somebody's yelling at you for me i never like being yelled at period <laughs> when a teacher when a teacher yelled at me i'm like why are you yelling at me you so know? that's like, come so, up as well in our league you know yeah. the coaches that yell yeah and some people you know, they have strong feelings about that. They don't want people yelling at their kid. For me, I, I, I'm kind of of the opinion of, um, uh, you know, in life, there are people who yell and there are people who don't yell. And you're going to come across all those kind of people. So if I use it as a learning experience with my son, you know, and I've talked to him about when he, if he gets yelled at and stuff like that, and he, he understands. Yeah, I, I, I think there's... But, there's um, Importance in yelling, if it's yeah. for safety reasons, right. or it's for sportsmanship. Like, don't run in the street. Yeah, or, or if it's <laughs> you can sports, yell at my kid all day for that. Sportsmanship fun. reasons, you know, yeah. like, hey, you, you better be a good sport about this. And, you know, you, but sometimes I get concerned when they're yelling at them for their performance. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. It can either break you or, or make you get better. Right. And at that age, you don't want to break them because they might not ever enjoy the sport again. Mm. You know, so I don't point at Kyle. Yeah, actually, I never got yelled at in Pee Wee. I mean, you know, I I never got ridiculed or anything, but I just knew it wasn't for me because I wasn't good at it. Yeah, same here. I mean, I played Pinto uh, and and Mustang, but it became pretty clear. You know, when they put you seventh, eighth, ninth batter, you know, consistently, and you just, yeah, I knew knew the time was coming. You know what was funny? It's like, um, I played on the same team as my, my friend Thomas, who's twice the size of me in height. This is the guy who had all the presents. The guy who had all the toys. Yeah, and right? the fisherman. Yeah. And all so, that, so. You know, they, when we started Pee Wee, um, I think he started a year before me. And then when I started, then we played on the same team together. Okay. But he was the biggest kid on the team. He could whack that ball. Okay. Even at that age. And um, they made him fort batter. Okay. So okay. he was clean up, right? Yeah, yeah. But they made me eighth. So in my mind, I was the second cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I was, I was like, I was the ringer, right? The second ringer. I was like, going to hit a home run, clean the bases out, and then no, I get and to. here I come. <laughs> the eighth batter, the second cleanup, right? <laughs> I never knew that, that, that I sucked that much that they made me eat Interesting. Eighth Interesting. Yeah. So I fooled myself until I realized, wait a minute. Maybe I shouldn't be playing this game anymore. <laughs> well, what do you think? Okay, so, so Asa, my son, he's pretty good. He's actually one of the better players on the team. Oh, nice. Oh, you know? good. And he, but he knows he's pretty good. And, uh, but I, I, I remember being 10 or whatever, and I used to play basketball. And I used to say to my parents, oh, I want to be a basketball player when I grow up, you know? Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, oh, great, great, good, good job. Keep, you know. <laughs> good idea. Okay. But when Asa talks about baseball, I go, dude, look at your mom 
and look at your dad. You're gonna be around there, you know. And <laughs> realistically, this is this this gravy train is gonna end for you. Cause yes, you're bro. Co- I don't know if you want to add that much realism, man. Yeah, Come on. you're, you're coordinated now, but um, <laughs> at a certain point, these kids are gonna get big, and that's gonna be the, the uh, end of let it. Let them dream. But you know what, dream. man? There's 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 Muggsy Bogues there's in Muggsy the NBA, Bogues, man. man. There's Spud Webs. There's I don't know. there's you know. And you gotta. I mean, you're not very athletic, but I'm sure your wife is. I don't know about that. I don't know. His wife is strong. She's very strong. Yeah, she's a strong woman. Yeah. But I don't know about... She didn't know. play any she sports and stuff. But she probably... What, who's more coordinated? You or your wife? I think I'm more coordinated. But she's way stronger than me. Oh. <laughs> way stronger than so me. So the two of you put together will be like this professional athlete. I don't know. Oh. I, keep, I keep telling May you should play the drums. Because, you know, you're coordinated. You know, you're yeah. physically yeah. good. She don't want it. I think, that, I think the dose of realism is a good thing. However... Um, you also want. And by the way, I say this with a smile on my face. I know. I, I, know, I try I to, know. you know, coach it, but I am kind of serious. But no, but I mean, but I don't think him dreaming about becoming a baseball player is a bad thing because mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's good right now. Yeah. Right? The thing that you the thing that you need to prepare yourself for, not him, but yourself, is for that moment when the other kids pass him mm-hmm. because yeah. that's the moment. You, like, there's no way you're gonna prepare him right now. Because he's seven, eight, he's kicking ass, he's taking names, he's the man. So no matter what you do, he's going to have, he's going to hold on to that. No matter how much sure. you prepare him. The part that you got to prepare him for is when he becomes nine, ten, right? If he continues right. to play, he right, becomes right. nine, ten, And they start moving him down in the batting age, in right, the right. batting lineup. Or they start putting him out in the, in the outfield more because he's just not as good. Because then it becomes, all right, are you going to put in the time to practice to get better so you move up the line mm-hmm. or are you going to say forget it and I'm just going to go where I go and but that that stuff is kind of on him right? right so he can I don't know to me he can make the best out of the situation regardless I mean because I, I don't know I look at my dad and I look at my mom I wasn't very active you know I, I didn't have a lot to work with either <laughs> but um, but you know I was all state soccer and did you know stuff like that so you can achieve those things because I, I wasn't I wasn't the biggest foot. I wasn't the tallest guy. I wasn't the biggest guy on the thing. But the thing that I did have was speed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I was always the sweeper. And every time we played against somebody, the sweeper is always this gigantic guy. And I was this mm-hmm. small guy running around on the field. But you were never going to beat me to the ball. Yeah. I was going to beat you to the ball, guaranteed. Well, then I, I do think about my cousin, uh, Mark, was uh, athlete of the year. and he's, mm-hmm. he's not a big dude either. No, no. You know, for Kaiser and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean... Uh, your your son definitely, if he if he takes that athletic track, I think it's a good thing because he can he can morph that into whatever sport he decides to play. So the the only thing you want to keep him from doing is thinking that he's, you know, hot stuff and. Yeah no no he doesn't yeah. he definitely doesn't think that yeah and that's great and that's great that's that's actually to me that's kind of the perfect spot you want him at because mm-hmm. my my kids don't actually play sports they just do they just do dance because the sports thing. Is crazy. It's crazy. And baseball is bananas. Like, my wife and I agreed specifically not to do baseball. I mean, and mm. we get judged all the time about it because they're like, oh, you know, your son is active and your your daughter has lots of speed and blah, blah, blah. I said, you know, we cannot because I work on the weekends. My wife works every day till five o'clock. Yeah. We, we just can't get them to a practice. We, we did uh, flag football for a little while um, for a couple seasons and the kids were good. They showed promise, but it started to get way more competitive and it mm-hmm. also started to become a time suck 
And yeah. we were like, you know what, I cannot. And my wife, my wife said, and I, I give her credit for this because she said, you know what, if the thing is that this is going to take up all the time in our family, we can't do it. We just can't because you are not here. Mm-hmm. I, I work on the weekends. You fly away, right? So yep. if if she's going to be single parent, she goes, you're not making me do this single parent. We're going to have to do it together. And as soon as that second season rolled around, it was, oh, I got this gig. and Oh, I got this gig. And mm-hmm. she finally went, you know what? That's it. We can't do that. Well, believe it or not, I'm here doing this podcast. Everyone else is at the potluck. Yeah. Because we just had a game. That's exactly. why it's on my mind, you exactly. know? Mm. Well, and I, and I get it. And that's that was part of the reason why people were asking us about baseball. And I said, I can't. We have lots of, I mean... The three of us, between the three of us, we have lots of friends who have kids in baseball. And mm-hmm. I have kids, uh, they have kids who are playing very kind of competitive baseball. Mm-hmm. But I also know what the parents go through. I mean, every parent I talk to who does baseball goes, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much time and effort this takes. <laughs> and I'm like, then why are you doing it? But I think it's a lot, fun, but you know. Yeah, a lot for the parents too, it's fun for them too. Because like, for instance, my brother-in-law grew up in the baseball team oh, he was in Pro City. And he was yeah. good at it. Yeah, And then... Obviously, you know, he didn't turn pro or anything. But when his son started playing, he got back on the field and he reunited with all his baseball friends mm-hmm. again. And it's mm-hmm. like a big party on the park. Every, Stacey, every... Stacey loves it. Yeah. And so it works for yeah. us so it because works for she everybody. takes him to all the games. Yeah. It's a social all environment if you and all like doing that. I show up when I, I can. Yeah. yeah. You know, I show up yeah. to all, uh, as many games as I can. <laughs> yeah. Most of them. Yeah. But they're very enjoyable. I heard, though, when the kids get a little older, it gets... Um, less exciting because they get better and they make more outs mm. so it's not as because uh, right now they keep missing the ball and they're just <laughs> running all over the place you know it's, it's fun yeah well and that's and it's see fun. that's the that's the part about kids sports that i enjoy and and if it's if it if it stays like that that's great but eventually right yeah it gets you end up on right? a team where there's a parent screaming at a kid because they're not doing it they're like they're screaming at their own kid because they're not doing it sure right? or a coach that's yelling at all the kids and making them feel bad and that kind of stuff they're 70 years old man like you got you got tons of time to be super competitive and get yelled at and do all that stuff right but then everybody does this whole well they're not snowflakes mm. everybody you know because then it's it seems like it's either or it's either everybody gets a trophy <laughs> or it's hyper competitive and right, it right, all right, sucks. Right, right, right. And I'm like, there's got to be an in between thing there somewhere because I I don't like that one or the other one. I'd rather have my kid do a sport, enjoy the sport. If they want to carry it on, that's great. But if they, if they don't want to, that's totally fine. And I think I grew up that way, which is why I'm I'm kind of partial to it. But then again. I don't remember what my parents went through. You know, when I played AUSO, mm. when I played Heisa and all that stuff, my parents had to drag me to all those games. Like, they had to drag me to all those games. They had to, yep. and, and unfortunately, too, for us, my kids don't go in the area that we live. Like, they go to school somewhere else oh, on a oh. DE. So, um, I remember when I had soccer practice, I would walk to the field that I had practice at, mm. right? And now we can't do that. And that's that was the other thing, because my wife said, look... Either I got to leave work early or you got to leave work early. But then one of us got to take the kid over to the stuff. And then the games, now the games are not in your neighborhood. They're in White Peel. They're in Pro City. They're in Hawaii. Well, and it's year round, right? And it's, it's year never, round never because they're like, oh, if you don't do it year round, then the kid falls behind. And you go, bro, what happened to seasons? What happened to playing baseball, play basketball, play yeah. soccer, play, you know, play football, whatever. They don't do that anymore. Now it's all specialized. I had a kid on my team. And this is granted peewee now, right? I don't yeah. know what age that was. We were young. The parents were like, man, it's so hard to do his homework for him so he can come to practice. <laughs> oh. and that's 
that's how it was, right? Wow. And that's when my parents realized, whoa. Yeah. You know, we got to pull Kyle out because, you know, he uh-huh. has a lot of homework too. And that's yeah. not priority for him. Baseball is not priority for him right, right now. Right, you right, know? right, right. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it all depends on the team. It all depends on the community. And it all depends on, on how the parent sees their kid at that age. Well, know? all these parents seem to think their kids are going to be professionals. I'm like, no, man. It's like a... That's like a 1% shot that that's going to happen. So prep them for the other stuff because the other stuff is the important stuff. I, I learned that from Mr. Bright, actually, through the theater stuff. But I think they also learn about competition and, and yeah. fair sportsmanship mm-hmm. and yeah. all this kind of stuff. Getting well, along sometimes they learn to be really bad sports. But you, know, you know what else they learn that I didn't learn is to work as a team. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what it is to work as a team. Even till today, I don't yes, know what it is. Do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. You, you totally know how to work as a team. You just learned it from Lisa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sports team. You know oh, what I mean? Like, all my all I think I did was individual, right? Like, I fish or I bodyboard or I whatever. You, you mean know? athletically? Yeah, athletically. I never yeah. know. I don't know what it is to be on a team, you mm-hmm. know? So, so I think it's a good That's it's a, a good, good experience exercise. that your yeah, kid is yeah, going yeah, through right yeah, now, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just, can't, just can't make it too serious. Yeah, I think Unless so. your kid is like brand new. If he's having fun, that's all that counts. Yeah. Right now, yeah, oh, yeah, he enjoys it a lot. Yeah, but if he decides he wants to be more serious about it, and oh, I want to play in the, you know, I want to play in the All Star teams, and I want to go mm-hmm. to to uh, Cal Ripken or stuff like that. Ooh, baby, that's <laughs> no, gonna that, be that, interesting for you. No, but that's good. He'll he'll learn on his own whether he can keep up with the that's right with the skill yeah. or not. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And you will you will know too that he's serious if he still wants to practice outside of the games. You yeah, know? which he does. Yeah. We have a friend whose uh, kid plays for Kalani High School. Mm-hmm. So, like, they go to the park every Sunday, and then the uh, Kalani kid hits. You know, he practices batting, and my son stands oh, out in the outfield. Oh, nice. So, he, he's one of the few that can catch, like, outfield flies. Because this kid's <laughs> yeah. hitting, like, he's hitting heat out there, you know? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, running yeah, around yeah. trying to catch these balls, you know? <laughs> See, you so, might have something great. with him. Yeah, yeah, you never know, man. <laughs> oh, bro, my neck. I keep looking at Devin, but my neck is so sore. I've been playing Nintendo Switch. Oh, you poor thing. I, I think, uh, I think I've been <laughs> been staring in a weird position for too long because oh, my man. my couch doesn't face. It's not my couch does not face my TV. It's to the side because we leave the living room open so the kids can run around. Yeah. So when I play, I sit on the couch and I turn my head left to see the TV. You know. <laughs> I hope you get better, John. And I think it's catching up to me because it's really sore. I'll put some heat on it or something. What are you talking about? Poor thing, Aww. man. You should stretch out there's before a, you play there's Nintendo. There's a massage chair over there. Okay, so the second half of this show is going to be John sitting in the chair in the massage chair and Kyle yeah. and I just talking. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to do that. No, you should try really it. Painful. It's good. Like, you know what? I don't think I really have true friends. I think they come to my house and just sit in my massage chair. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Because they're like, hey, how are you doing? Hey, I can sit in your chair or what? And they fall asleep for a half hour and they wake up and they go, oh, I got to go home now. Good seeing you. I'm like, really? The Sharper Image used to have a good one. Yes. The yeah. iJoy. Yeah. Oh, I, I had that. Yeah. Yeah. I had that. Yeah. That was a good one. This, yeah. But this one is a whole... Is it way better? It's a whole nother level, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole nother level. This is the Japan one. You're going to want to buy oh. one of those. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anything from Japan is probably superior. Yeah. It's, it's all good. good. It's pretty yeah. good. Sit in and after you enjoy it. Should we take a but, break? You know, I hope, I hope you get better, man. You know, <laughs> no, no, it's no, a very no. serious injury you got there from Nintendoing. <laughs> from playing Nintendo. As we well, talk about sports, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, if anyone is on Splatoon, my, my code name is Paco. On what? So if you see Paco, that, that may be me. Splatoon what 2. What is that? It's a game. It's like a shoot shoot 'em up game. Uh-huh. You're basically like a squid, and you shoot ink, and you got to um, cover 
as much of the ground with in- your color ink. But if someone comes close to you, you can shoot them. And there's different kind of guns and stuff that you have. And wow. Yeah. And well, we thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope it's you get better game. and recover from your injuries. How did you yeah. find this game? I've never heard of this. Yeah, well, when man. I bought the Switch, you know, I had to get a game for the kids. So I bought that. And then I bought um, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And stuff. But nobody plays Splatoon but me. But I like that game. <laughs> it must fun. be enough to hurt yourself. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I have this thing in my head. This is my obsessive compulsive side of me. Oh, that boy. I don't think you guys ever experienced yet. But so before I end, I have to win. I have to end on a win, and I cannot be—I cannot have the least amount of kills on my team because it's four on four. So you're playing against four guys versus four guys. Okay. So I—I I, I have to win, and I can't be the least. So sometimes like, oh, I'm getting my ass kicked for like an hour, and I'm just getting super pissed, but I cannot stop because I have to end on a win. See, for a competitive person, yeah. I would imagine you being more like an athlete too, like being yeah, competitive and athletic sense and understanding where your I son is compete coming from. I cannot compete in athletics. So that's yeah. why you never pursued it? Yeah, because I, I, I'm a weakling. Mm. You know? Interesting. Yeah, you're... You, you're Devin, hyper-competitive, dude. It's yeah, you're scary. hyper-competitive. Cause yeah. I, don't, I think Devin's more like me. We're not competitive. No, I'm, no, like, I, I'm not competitive I get competitive, person. but there, becomes a, there comes a point where you go, eh... You know, because <laughs> it's not worth it. No, well, for me, I'm not competitive because I hate losing, mm. and most of the time I'll yeah. lose. Yeah. So I'm just like, whatever. And then I'll make fun of people when they win. <laughs> no, it's it's so, not even the competitive. Much, yeah. It's not really even competitive. It's more, I have these things in my brain that I set. Like even for work, I'll set like, okay, I got to make a certain amount of calls. I got to do a certain amount of this or whatever, and I cannot, not do it. Like if I don't do mm-hmm. it, I. I'll, I'll, It'll just you're a completist in my brain I, it, because the 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 square is not complete or the whatever mm. like it's, it's 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 not done you know. I think my so wife. I have that that issue. Mm. So, this, this so I've set that rule in my head. Wife not so what? No, because I because I play at night after everyone goes to sleep. No, I just mean in general because this OCD thing has oh. to carry over into like you know. No, because I lifestyle. I mostly do it on my own things i don't i don't thrust it on other people wow that's impressive actually so yeah. you play games more than you play music for leisure yeah, yeah. at this point did that did, did it switch or, or like was, was there a point in time where music was more like yeah a leisure okay so when i, when I was the first starting out okay i would um i'd be in high school right play my ukulele yeah and i'd be like okay i'm gonna learn um this lick from kyle creative boys and i kind of go to bed until i do it without messing up and then i would just sit there and sit there and sit there and I cannot stop until I get it. You know? Wow. Interesting. That's spooky, bro. So, so yeah. when did you switch to guitar? Is it because you met Jake and went, oh yeah. my God, I got to switch. Well, I, I, I always tell people, so Jake and I started together, right? Yeah. So we both played ukulele. So at first we were just two duo ukuleles. Uh-huh. And then at a certain point we're like, okay, one of us has to learn the guitar. Oh. And when you're sitting with Jake Shimabukuro and you go, <laughs> One of us two got to learn how to play the guitar. Obviously, it's going to be it's me who's going to learn how to play the guitar, right? Yeah, that's funny. So I started practicing the guitar and then slowly incorporating that into the show, yeah. to the band. Yeah. Okay. And then at what point you realized um, you're going to be the singer? Oh, that was off the bat. Because Jake couldn't sing. Jake couldn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Kyle was going with that one, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, because I, it wasn't like I only played with Jake. I had my friends at school that I played with and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was already singing with them and stuff, you know. 
What about so, when you play with Dave? Did he sing? Dave, Dave Kusumoto used to sing the song called Chopping Broccoli. Well, that takes a lot of Yeah, yeah, that yeah, takes a lot of skill. Yeah, yeah, that was his song. <laughs> Is that the only song he sang? That was the only song he sang. Oh, he must have been really yeah. good at it, though. He was very good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. This portion of the show is sponsored by Locations Real Estate. Locations is the largest locally owned real estate company in the state with over 50 years in the business. You can be ensured that the agents at Locations will work with you on the purchase or sale of your home. You may have heard of other sites that can estimate the value of your home, but with the Locations Home Valuator tool, you get the most accurate information. This is because the Locations Home Valuator uses neighborhood data instead of zip code data to generate its estimate. Go to locationshawaii.com and sign up to use the Locations Home Valuator tool today. It works. I've demonstrated it to people many times. They're very impressed. So go check it out. Okay, guys. You know, we, we're getting... We have a... That was a lot of talking we just did. Yeah. I know. I hope people are still listening. <laughs> <laughs> this one is very... I mean... So, so the story today is basically Kyle has the house to himself. Your wife went to the Big Island. Yeah. And your um, other roommate... My sister-in-law went to the mainland to visit friends. To the mainland. So oh, he's wow. a bachelor. So he's a bachelor this weekend. Man, yeah. And you know what I did? Nothing. It's okay. Oh. Some days, those are I nice thought I was going to party and I ended up not doing no, anything. Those are nice days, man. Nothing yeah. is the best thing you could ever do. I do nothing most of the time. <laughs> <sighs> don't say that, bro. People think you don't work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got another question for you. Okay. Okay. So, um, YouTube, um, where yes. you find everything. Yes. Uh, I recently found a video for uh, a walkthrough of um, Star Wars. So Rise of uh, Skywalker. Rise of no 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 no. Uh, the the there's a ride. Uh, oh, a, oh, oh yeah. yeah okay. the, the Rise of the Resistance. Okay. Okay. So the ride is open at at Florida, and I don't know why, but for some reason everybody's done a video of it. Like people have gone right, so maybe that's their way of like promoting the ride. Yeah, well, they'll they'll do a walkthrough, but it, you know they invited all these people to come on and record it, and, whatever, okay. and it's a really cool ride. So I found a video, I watched it, I thought it was so cool that I actually posted it where people mm -hmm. could see it, and people actually were kind of going, "Oh, I, I can't do that because I want to watch it and be surprised by everything I see." Oh, interesting. And mm -hmm. I went, "Really? Because it's gonna be years before you even." make your way to Disneyland or Disney World, you don't want to know anything about it? So I just wanted to know from the hmm. two of you, if there was a ride, and I'm not saying it's necessarily Rise of the Resistance, but anything that you watch, are you one of those people that says, no, I'm not, I don't want to know anything about it. I, I just, I want to go and be surprised when I go. Or are you one of those people that says, you know what, that should be kind of cool to, to see it. And then, and then when I go, go hmm. oh, okay. I know these things are happening. I've learned that I need to read up or see stuff I'm gonna see before I see it. So okay. I at least know what to expect. Okay. And I at least know not, I'm not wasting, I'm gonna waste my time. <laughs> Cause I learned that from watching, um, I think it was Les Mis or Saigon uh. at, at, um, at NBC. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was about and they got the theater lights turned off before I could read the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> and when it was halftime, I wanted to go home already because I had no idea what it was about. 
Oh, that was Lemay's then. Yeah, that was Lemay's. Yeah, in fact, I was with my friend Mark and we looked at each other and we're like, is it done? I go, no, it's halftime, man. He goes, I don't know what's going on. I go, I know we should have read and read up on this thing because I don't understand what's going on too. He goes, I like eat already. I go, me too. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta stay to the end because it's kind of rude, you know. Plus, they had dates. Yeah. (laughs) But we really didn't have dates. We just bought extra tickets each to find somebody that okay, can force okay, us to find okay, somebody okay. we were both single at the time so we were going nightclubs and we had the, we had the tickets in our, like, just in case we could find somebody and then he ended up taking a friend and I ended up taking somebody that says well if you don't have anybody go I'll go with you <laughs> and then after that night we all dropped them off someplace else and they went to party and we, <laughs> we went home so, yeah yeah yeah. but I anyway know, I didn't I understand know, I'm, thing. I'm, a, I'm a spectrum because there are things like Endgame mm-hmm if you told me what would have happened in Endgame, I would have killed somebody. <laughs> I was so I just wanted to it, to unfold in front of me, you right, know. Right, right, right. Then there's like uh, I saw the what was the one with the Kylo Ren, the first one. What was that called? Hmm? The first uh, oh new Star Wars movie that came yeah, out. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah, Force. Yeah, I didn't know anything about anything. I know. Amazing. I just I just yeah froze there. Yeah, I didn't see it, and that was great because I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, so yeah. it was good. I'm glad I didn't see it. But then, like, I've been on a roller coaster rides that had water uh, involved, and I was not expecting that. I was pretty pissed. So there are, you know what I mean? Like, the, I did so not know yeah, I was going to get wet on this thing. Yeah, case by case basis. Yeah, it's kind of a case by case basis. Right. Interesting. Or like, yeah, roller coaster rides. Yeah, I kind of want to know what I'm, I'm getting myself. Well, into. movies. There's you don't want to know the ending of any movie you're gonna watch. That's true. Why would you want to know? You know. You want to be surprised. Well, not necessarily the ending, but I mean... To, but the premise, maybe. Yeah, the yeah. premise. But on something like this that's a ride, right? Yeah. It's interesting that that I had friends who were Star Wars fans who were saying, mm. no, 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 I can't even watch it because I don't want to know anything. That is and I'm interesting. like, yeah, but that's... It was... For me, it made me want to go more. Like, after especially watching this, I went, oh my gosh, I have got to go on that ride. Especially you're right, because if... if uh, it's coming out now. It's unlikely you would get to see the ride until many, many oh, yeah. years later, yeah. right? Unless you had a plan to go to Disneyland within the next six months. Right. But you know, for you, Devin, <laughs> as he laughs before he says this, here we go. Yes, most of the things that is experienced first is experienced by you. What you mean? You gotta be the first to get everything that's out you gotta be the first to experience the movie that's out you have privilege to see movies before it's out you have privilege to see and experience things before the majority of the public can mm. you see things firsthand and get things firsthand the majority of the time than any of our friends combined not yes you're probably the first one to get an iPhone well yeah you're probably <laughs> the first one to get an Xbox no not yeah on well not in, not on the island but in all, all our, our friends, friends? Yeah. Oh, yeah you're the first guy to get a, watch, you're the first guy to get a, the apple watch really yes you're the first guy to get you you want to be the first and the well, i don't want to it just no i, I think you want to get it i think inside you have to because <laughs> that way nobody can spoil anything for you because you're the first one so I maybe know, you were, maybe you were the first one to see this ride and now that you're, you're, you, you saw it, it's yeah. okay to share with everybody because you, you saw it first. Well, no, that's the thing. My wife had seen it for a week before I got to see it. She never told me. I saw the thing and went, 
Did you watch? Because my wife is huge on Disney World, Disneyland. Oh, so really? She, yeah, dude, she's Disney file. I had no idea that she was like huh. this until we got married, and it's awesome. Because she plans everything, gets everything all set. Um, if, if By the way, if you want to go on a trip to Disneyland or Disney World and you want to make it easy on yourself, just glom on to our family. And you'll be like, yeah. Because... Um, but she had seen this a week before I did. Were you she mad went, that she's seen it before you? No. I just said, how come you didn't tell me this was actually out? And she goes, oh, I don't know. I just, I figured you would have seen it. And I went, really? Oh, man. Because I would have shared it sooner. Are your kids into Disneyland and stuff? Yes, they are. Thank goodness. I, I ask my kids if they want to go. They don't want to go. Well, all. it's not a really? thing. They'd rather go Japan. But the thing is. Or out of, like, Asa rather go fishing. My daughter rather go to Japan. Really? Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, some of it too is when you take them, that's when they... Yeah, that's true. Because my, yeah. my kids were like that too. My kids were like, ah. But then you take them and they yeah. see what it's like and the immersiveness of it and they go, but oh yeah, this is cool. Do you like going as an adult though? Yeah, I do. Would you like going without your kids as an adult? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I, I don't like yes. to go to Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Really? Because you can. it's easier to get on rides. When I went there, the first thing I did was eat my chicken, that, that turkey the bowl, turkey, the, turkey, yeah. the turkey, turkey leg. Turkey leg, yep. And then I was done. I wanted to dig out of <laughs> My feet was sore. Yeah, I don't like standing in line. I like standing in line. There's just a lot oh, of standing in line. That's why they have fast pass, man. I still got to stand in line, though. It's, I don't know. I guess I'm just... Don't like... Boiled? Standing in line. <laughs> no, you don't. You, I you, hate it. Speaking of immediate gratification. Yeah, first I hate off. standing in line, man. <laughs> which, is, which is ironic, considering the two of you stand on a beach... Throw out a line and sit there doing nothing it's not for like, like two hours. It's not, not like there's 50 fishermen in front of us and we got to wait for our oh, turn. but you just got to sit there and wait. There's nothing happening. But like, I'm oh. free to go wherever I want, yes, whenever exactly. I want. You don't have to it, stand it, in the line it, it for something. The, but you don't. You got to stay at the beach for like three, four hours and I'm going, what is happening right now? You come and back, you know what, nothing. That's why I was a horrible student. I, I just, the, the feeling of being trapped. Yeah, that's how I was. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> handle that, you know? You know what I kind of handle? Is authority. Oh. That's what I realized as I got old. I don't like people telling me what to do. Oh, that's why you don't want to. Since go I was a there. kid, hmm. and I guess probably Disneyland too, because there's a lot of rules that you gotta follow. Yeah, like <laughs> don't try and take off the heads of the characters, yeah. and you know. I had an uncle that punched Goofy. <laughs> why? <laughs> why am I not surprised? Long time ago, he went. I guess was his first time, and um, you know how they take pictures. Yeah, yeah. He actually thought those are fake. You know, like oh. robotic or whatever. <laughs> So he punched Goofy. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if Goofy made a noise or what, but someone had to tell me that there's somebody in there. You know? But <laughs> holy smokes, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I just standing in line just annoys yeah. me. I, that's why I can't, it annoys I can't me so handle. much that I can't stand people when I watch them standing in line for stuff. <laughs> like that Popeyes. Oh, chicken. Oh, chicken. chicken sandwich. I have a friend Isn't who makes the newspaper every year. Because he's the first in line at Best Buy for Black Friday. But then he's not standing in line. He's, he's first in oh, line. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. He's actually camping. Yeah, he's, yeah, camping. he's, he's, he's camping. camping. Yeah. He goes every year. And every year, he's first in line at Best Buy. What does he end up buying? You know, you know what? I don't even Can think it's about... Can you tell stuff for me on the first day? <laughs> I don't even think it's about the deals anymore. I think that he did it a couple years. Yeah. And now it's like a tradition. Like he, He's got to do it. And he makes it a big... You know, like he brings a hibachi and he does a camp out and stuff. I don't even think it's about Best Buy anymore. It's know? like he can't stop because he started it. Yeah, yeah. That's weird, dude. Well, I, I, I guess people get put into that kind of position. Yeah, yeah. And he's in the newspaper every year because they come down and they interview him, you know. Here's that guy again yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every year. 
Sorry, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of you, but maybe... Have you ever bit. been put in a position where you need to do stuff even if you don't want to already, but you just have to because you've been doing it consistently for a long time? Oh, I'm sure, but I, off the top of my head, I can't. I can't think of something. Mochi pounding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I went mochi pounding with you once. Once. And then I got, everybody I got, goes once. I got scolded by the aunties and uncles because yeah. I was scraping the side of the mallet on the, on the and I said, I don't know. Mochi pounding is a serious yeah. job. I don't like getting means- yelled at or yeah, I just don't like authority. Well, then follow the directions and don't hit the side of the Uso Bruh, I'm with the a, I'm a rookie. I didn't know what was going on. That's why I told them, relax. It's okay. But you, you were me? like, you were scarred for life. Yeah, you and Alec like, were scarred for life. I'm like, I don't need this. <laughs> I need to be yelled at. Are oh, you going to come back next year? Nope. <laughs> oh, well, come on. But people yelling at me. I don't well, like go. I'm like, bro, just, just give me mochi. I don't need pound them. <laughs> My thing is not the authority. It's just like, I remember being in the SATs and like, I just couldn't handle sitting there for six hours, you know? Mm, yeah. So at a certain point, I'm like, oh, I'm just guessing. I like to talking about getting rid of that. Getting rid of the SATs? The SATs. For the, or not having them count toward your educa- your uh, your score to get into college. At oh, least really? in the California in, in the California. That makes system. total sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd have a problem with that. Yeah. I, I don't feel like SATs necessarily translate to success in life. Mm. You know what it was for me? is like I could study... And I could get all the answers and I could know it. And I know I could ace the test. And the t- test comes and I freak out. Yeah. Because yep. I'm getting tested on this. And then I freak out and I short circuit and I flunk. Yeah. That's been school for me. That's yep. why I hated school. I don't like being put on the spot to prove how smart I am. Well, what's interesting is um, so uh, I got a lot of Iolani guys at my office, you know, <laughs> Iolani boys. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, there was one point where we all took the broker's licensing test you know yeah and it was like six weeks of class it's it's pretty it's pretty pretty intensive intensive, yeah yeah. it's it's all day you know kind of thing it's a lot to remember and brah i was having such a hard time but they know how to study you know private school kids Mm. (laughs) and so they they were all like they all got it down they they know how to take they have strategy on how they take tests and i was like oh man okay so let me ask you this yeah you think they know how to study or they're just smart to begin with that's how they got Maybe a little school. bit of both. Maybe a little bit of both. But when I talked to them about, they had systems of how they study and how they, you know, they talked about, oh, when you do multiple choice, this is how you eliminate stuff. And it, pff, no yeah, one taught they, me that. You know? But did they learn that in like nerd school and learn that to apply it to their smartness or were they already smart to begin with and just adding At that As At some point, like someone instructed them that when you take multiple choice, there's a way to do it. Exactly. That's not... See, but you can't teach that in school right i mean isn't that a, like a side thing that you learn somebody something? told me in the sats don't worry about it but if you don't know how to answer it don't answer it because then it's it's averaged out right right so i said shoots so i took the test and i was like i don't know this i don't know that i don't know this i don't know that like, and then my test came back and i was like hey how did that work out how did i oh, not- did it work out no i oh. didn't get to uh it sucked and they're like, how come you got such a low score? I go, I didn't answer what I didn't know. <laughs> that's what they told me to say. So you just got bad advice, basically. Uh, no, probably. Bad advice, no, but even if I did answer, I probably got it wrong anyway. So no, you never know, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, you well, what you do is you eliminate the ones that you know are wrong, right? And then you from there you guess or whatever. You narrow it down to the two. But it's also the fact that you're on a time limit, right? Yeah. I can't stand that. Yeah, yeah. You know when someone gives you a math equation, I'll I'll figure it out probably eventually but if they give you and you only have five seconds to or ten 
10 seconds to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to short circuit. It just automatically short circuits. That's the funniest thing. When I did, uh, when I did those kind of tests, I always scored well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Standardized tests, I always did well. Even if yeah, I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I think people are I, good I, at I would, it. I would test people well, are, but I had I'm no not, idea. I'm not good at it. Yeah. I suck. Like regular tests. Well, or, you know, Forget part it. of it too is like, um, I think, uh, so some, one of my clients was telling me that if you have like very mild dyslexia, mm-hmm. you get lost a lot. You have mm-hmm. a hard time with direction and things like that. And I do have a lot of problems with that. And if, if I have a 50-50 chance, I'm usually wrong. Really? Yeah. So I think that's part of... Uh, maybe I have a little bit of that or something. Like but you that. passed the test. I did pass the test. Yeah. I, got, I got in the UH. Because I didn't leave well, my no, no. I mean, your, I mean your, your realtor thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I passed the realtor thing. Yeah. First time, right? Um, maybe. <laughs> the point is, Devin, that I passed my test. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Next time I see James, I'm going to have to ask him. <laughs> We did, we, yeah, we did. You take the test on on different days <laughs> at the end, but uh, Amen, you accomplished the main point is you that I am a broker. Yeah, yes, you, you are a broker. You are a very successful. Doesn't matter broker. how many times you I had didn't, take, you, you didn't cheat. I did not cheat. No. Yeah, would you have cheated if it would have helped you? Uh, probably not. No? Not at if I was uh, in high school, maybe. But at thirty something, I think uh, you were like, nah. You know, you try to succeed on your own merits at this point you used to cheat in high school on your oh test? hell yeah then why do you say you were the fastest on on, on oh because that was that was the standardized test when it when it came to like testing testing yeah. like i i tested i i cheated on a test in high school in my japanese class the teacher would give you as many chances as you needed to finish the test and pass mm. you you didn't have to cheat because she'd give you as uh. many chances as you needed i still cheated on that bastard <laughs> and i got in trouble and got busted and, was, but, and she still let me take it again even after i cheated that one time it was awful man Devin has a unique rationale on cheating you know that i realized okay as we became friends over the years because <laughs> like for instance and you tell me how you, what you think about this okay. when angry birds first came oh out oh my god okay. are we gonna get into that seriously this is worth discussing, man. <laughs> I think we're running out of time. This so, will be the last so one. So Angry Birds time. came out, right? And yeah. I downloaded it on my phone and I'm trying every night to pass this certain level and I can never okay, pass it. Okay, okay. But I got pretty far and I was kind of proud of myself because I tried every night to just pass this certain level. And then one day I'm playing and he comes over and he goes, Oh, you're only on that level. I go, yeah. And he goes, oh. oh. And I go, why? What level are you on? He goes, I finished it. And I go, you finished it? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome, man. And then I started thinking, wait a minute. <laughs> How is it possible that Devin beat me? So I, it's possible, <laughs> you know, that he beats me because he likes playing games more than I do. Yeah. But then I stop and I say, can I ask you a question, Devin? And he goes, yeah. I go, did you finish it? And he said, yeah, I finished it. I go, by yourself? He goes, yeah. I go, okay, so you didn't go online to find out the cheating way to <laughs> accomplish passing that level? He goes, that's not cheating. <laughs> and I go, what do you mean that's not cheating? He goes, that's not cheating. I go, you went online. He goes, yeah. I go, and you found out the tricks on how to pass that level that you have been having a hard time on. And then you pass and you feel like you're accomplished it. He goes, yeah, that's not cheating. I go, well, then my definition of cheating and your definition of cheating is two different <laughs> things. I try my best to figure it out by myself. That's the part of the game. Okay. He takes shortcuts and goes online to find out cheat sheets and thinks he accomplished it. So... I still, to me, I still had to do the. So move. if I'm on level forty-seven and he finished the whole thing, who is accomplished more? 
Well, I'm, I'm a little torn here because I, I also will go online and look at cheater. <laughs> but no, that's what it's well, online for. So you can. My, my argument, though, Kyle, is that at a certain point, like say you're on level 47 and you just can't pass level 47, your options are, I'm gonna stop playing this game because I'm getting so frustrated. I'm not gonna, or I can go online and figure out how to pass this 47 and then continue I, on my way. I, okay, yeah. that I can understand. But Devin. I don't think he had a hard time. I think he probably (laughs) played it twice and go, this is hard. Let me look online. Oh, I got it. I accomplished (laughs) level 47. Because I'm not going to spend an hour and a half. He didn't try. No, I did. I I tried tried for like 20 minutes. I went, eh. And so I looked online and I said, I wonder if get the... But that's not accomplishing it to me. Why? To me, I still got to make the move. I mean, you can... Because I promise, I've seen the kind where they get the shortcut. And I can't even do the shortcut. That's when I stopped playing the game. Because you're looking at the shortcut going... There is no way I can do this. Or you try to do it a couple of times and you go, I can't. And that's where my definition of cheating between me and him is two different definitions, you know? Okay. She thinks it's cheating and I'm like, no, man, if you play video games at any stage at all. And it's probably because I'm not a gamer. You need shortcuts. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not a gamer. I just try to figure out puzzles. Cheating cheating to me is like the guys, um, they had a big scandal actually uh, just recently for, um, you know, the the guys who play uh, video games professionally. Yeah. Right. There was a guy who who plays professionally, he inserted a code into what he was playing so that he could get like as many lives as uh, he wanted. He could get all kinds of guns. Cheating. That's cheating. Okay. So let's, let's bring up laser tag then. Okay. One day he tells us guys, hey, <laughs> let's go play laser tag. So we're like, whatever. Because we don't play laser tag. But okay. apparently he's been going often, right? Okay. So he gets all his gear on. He gets his gun and all that kind of stuff. And then we play. And it's the kind you hide around the room and you shoot each other, yeah, right? With yeah. That laser thing i don't know what, what the hell it called what was it called laser tag usa or culture whatever zone. <laughs> oh at the ilikai yes yeah so I we're all hiding right and we're yeah. trying to play but obviously mr experience over here wants to show off how good he is at it so he kills us all and he becomes like the the, the champion whatever and we're getting frustrated as this goes on because we keep playing and he keeps outscoring us and killing us uh-huh. but he's been in the room he knows all the angles he also i found out had the exception because he's been there so much of extra bullets in his gun. Oh, like five extra bullets. In but gun. we're novices, and he's licking all of us. He's shooting all of us, and he's I making like. But he's... I wouldn't say that's cheating. Okay, I wouldn't say that's cheating either. But what we did, <laughs> because we knew he had an advantage, and he didn't give us the chance to experience the game, learning it, and he already learned it, and he wanted to just shoot us. <laughs> yeah. I told, I told everybody the next round, no matter what team you're on, even if you're on Devin, just shoot him. Just shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like ready set go and all his teammates turned on him and they shot him until he didn't have anything else left and he got out fast uh-huh. and then we ended the game because then I felt see and then that's I felt, cheating then I felt right? justice was served <laughs> see but that's <laughs> cheating what you just did is cheating I admit that <laughs> but it felt good and it felt justified see so as long as it's justified in his mind then it's not cheating <laughs> Well, with that, we'd like to thank you for listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast. You can find us at facebook.com slash high sessions, at Twitter at high sessions, Instagram at high sessions, SoundCloud, iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Thank you for listening so much. And you can always tune into our Patreon, patreon.com slash high sessions as well to support the show. There we will have the podcasts up. It'll also have behind the scenes footage, all that kind of stuff. And until next time. Have a good weekend and aloha. Aloha. Get it.